hey uh hey jordan we're uh we're at your place again do you want to do the intro just don't fuck it up this time I can i can give it a shot i mean i'm yeah, nervous go, though yeah go for it if 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 you mess it up i'm gonna rip off your testes with my <laughs> bare hands <sighs> this is do or die for my future <laughs> bloodline it truly is Hello and welcome to the 16th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I am your co-host, who's actually acting as your host, Jordan, here with your host, acting as your co-host, Chris. Hey, you did it. Yeah. You're, you're, well, I mean, my nuts are on the line. Your nuts so. are safe. <laughs> yeah, that was the only reason I did that accurately. This is us, our the Synapse Misfire podcast. Yes, sir. We Find are, us on Spotify. Yep, Spotify or our RSS feed should should you want to import it into your favorite or least favorite podcasting app. Yeah, we, we appreciate masochism here. We appreciate um, it. It's an art. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, you can contact us, synapsemisfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. Um, and that's, that's, the, the, that's, that's the, the show. That's the show. <laughs> See you next week, boys. <laughs> Um, Oscar's here this time. As Oscar Chris said we are at my apartment. Oh, he's so fat. Look at him. <laughs> Kit. Anyway, uh, he's not we... as talkative as as my cat Chunk. Yeah, all. he doesn't scream when you just touch him. He yeah. he meows sometimes, but it's very soft when he does. Yeah. Yeah, made sense. Uh, so what have you been up to, Chris? I feel like it's been a while since we talked. Last time we talked, we talked about Red Dead 2 for like seven and a half hours. Well, we're going to do a little bit of that today. Oh, I look forward to it. Um, well, frankly, I do have a little story. A little story about... A little one? About schooling. About... Okay. College. College? About oh, no. University. Mm. Universe. I'm already not interested. <laughs> so... Fuck college. Essentially... Currently, at the very at this point in time, this semester, I have a networking protocols class, and my professor, he gave like um. He was consistently giving us assignments like every week, and then he gave us our midterm like in late October, like the twenty seventh. Okay. And then between the twenty seventh. And this past Thursday, it's now October 27th to November 19th, yeah. has been radio silence. Really? He ju- he's just done? That's so, it. and I was like, what the hell happened? Uh-huh. And I got the email, I got an email for that, a notification for that very class on that, on the 19th that said, my professor just up and left. He just said fuck it and left the university. So he quit? He just quit. And what the fuck? now I have okay. the the head of the computer science department took over the class. So now I have him which I mean kind of sucks cuz I mean he's a good teacher but he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, usually the heads of the department are like the anal ones. Yeah, like he does he's a very much like and I don't want to talk bad about him too much because I I'm not a great student as much as <laughs> so I don't want to talk too bad about him, but he's very much like you have to do these assignments my way. Oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, he's like I'm teaching you how to program my way. And if you don't do it my way, it's you're wrong. wrong. Yep. And 
considering like a lot of what he is teaching is industry practice. Not that I'm going into software development or anything because yeah. I find it so fucking boring. Well, yeah. For a computer science major, I really genuinely don't like programming. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> it's just a slog. It sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, generally what he teaches is best practice in the industry mm -hmm. but also part of it is just him being a pain in the ass yeah like you need to put a very descriptive comment on every line you need to show every single f you need to explain every single function kind of reminds me of junior year when we did programming yeah yeah high school he goes you all you have to explain every single function so i had a document and in my program i had four functions one of the programs i wrote was to um make a queue so to increase the queue, add something to the queue, remove something from the queue, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Um, oh, and print the queue. Yeah. Print it out. Um, so I had the add to queue function, the remove from queue function, and the print function, but I also had an exit function. Now, a function, right... Just remove everything you know about programming right okay. now. Okay, just unplug it. Take it out of your brain. Yeah. Right? If you are reading through a program, no idea what anything does, and you see a function called print list, what do you think it would do? It would print out a list of data. Yes. Some, some sort of data. Yes. Now, if you see a function called exit, what do you think it does? Well, I think it would enter. No, no, I think it would exit the programming. It would, wow, imagine it would... that. Take a, so take a step out in my in my in my program or in my write-up of the program there is just the last part is just a screenshot of the function and it goes this is the exit function it just exits the program yeah <laughs> like i don't well, know what he wants from me it? yeah um i was gonna put something sarcastic there but yeah he doesn't, he doesn't seem like the type um he also he also on thursday called me out for leaving the class early Buddy, buddy, you're lucky I showed up. Yeah, I know. All mm -hmm. right. I was full honest. I was going to skip that class that yeah. day. But then I, I got the email from him, who's my new networking professor, saying, hey, uh, this is the deal with your networking class. And I wanted to see what he uh, I wanted to hear what he had to say about it. Yeah. So I, I did step into the class for a little bit. Um, and then he started getting uppity because no one participates in the Zoom calls. There's a fucking Zoom call. Like, no one wants to be there. No one wants to be there. I'm sure you don't even want to be there. Just <laughs> teach us the material and let us leave. Like, you don't need to constantly ask us questions. Well, it's like you said. It's bad enough you're paying full tuition for an online-only class, essentially. Exactly. And I so don't... Like... And, and here's the thing, is if... Just teach the material. I know it sucks. Teach the material yeah. and get on with it. If people have questions, they'll speak up. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. There are adults paying high value for this, you know, for this class. Exactly. And uh, that's the thing, is he started getting uppity with us. Like, you need to participate. And I, and in the middle of this, this lecture, this rant he was going on, I just left. left. <laughs> and I looked at the recording of the class afterwards. And he, he paused for a second, and I saw the reflection on his board. He had a whiteboard up, and I saw the reflection that showed the notification that I left. I saw him look at it and goes, oh, uh, looks like Chris, last name, left. Uh, I guess he's done. It's like, buddy, you're lucky I showed up to the class. Never mind. 
That's fucking hysterical. Uh, That's like straight out of a, a movie. That was so funny. That's. He's like, so anyway, clap. Motherfucker. And you just hear. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> just like, no, I'm just like, I feel like if he gives me slack for it next class, I'm just going to be like, listen, I didn't want to show up to begin with. Yeah. Never mind, you know, stay the whole time. Do you do you mind? We're trying to do a show He's here. He's through the door. Uh, I know this is your house, but can you leave? <laughs> Oscar's leaving. He's like, "Fuck you, man." Oscar's uh, going. He's going with her. Yeah, he's leaving like you. It. He's pissed. Um, but yeah, that's funny. That, yeah, uh, professors. This is genuine. I don't know how much, how many people who will hear this are in college currently during this fucking entire the world shutting down um but it sucks well i guess it's not just college it's all school now yeah it's yeah it's like all school and a lot of workplaces that aren't shitty true that uh that teacher that you talked about that just up and quit kind of reminded me of senior year when our physics teacher just vanished for like a span of time he did vanish yeah and then he came back younger (laughs) that was fucking strange okay and again, I don't want to go Not too specific. Not specific, yeah. But he was an older gentleman, and he had kind of like uh, whitish hair. Yeah, like grayish white. Yeah. yeah. More white than gray. And and then there was like a time where he just like, he kind of didn't look too hot. He was kind of like low he, energy. He genuinely looked sickly. He didn't like, look, he didn't look very good. And then he disappeared for like a week and came back and he looked like he was 10 years younger. Easily. Easily 10 years younger. His hair was like brown again. And keep in mind, he didn't have like a full head of hair. It was just like little spiky hair. Yeah, so I don't think he like, was dying the spikes. It like, also wasn't like, you could tell it wasn't dyed either because it wasn't a color that you get with dye. Yeah. It was very natural. much like... It was very much, you could tell, like, the color was going, obviously. Yeah. But it was very much like a brownish blonde. Yeah. And it's not really a color you get very commonly with dye. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, that genuinely, the hair on this dude's head was, like, each one, like, what, half an a quarter inch, half an inch? Yeah, he like, had very thin hair, that, and he just had the wrap around yeah. his head. He didn't have so anything on top. if he died of that, I mean, I really don't see the purpose, but... No, I, I feel like don't if, think he, he did. if he just dyed it, it would look way worse. Better I off think. just shaving his head. And also, he didn't look like shit when he came yeah, back. Yeah, that's the other part. He looked so. like perfect health. I wonder if he like moved. He, he went to China for the week and just did meditations. He just he just sat in the mountains. And just he just came back as a new man. He probably found the fountain of youth. Or something. Or I knowing, don't know. knowing his intellect, he invented he wouldn't, it. He wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me or he invented some sort of anti-aging serum. Sucked it back, and he goes, uh, he, he Benjamin buttoned himself. Yeah. He's going to be a, he's, we're going to come back, we're going to see him in like three, four years time, he's going to be a baby. <laughs> and then we talked about that when that happened. We were saying how eventually we'd be teaching him in class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd be a somewhere. child. Uh, I, I have to tell one more quick story about the guy. Uh, the vest story was, uh, <laughs> We, we always had this idea in our head that he was just, like, the ultimate peak human being. He was intelligent. He was strong. He was invincible. And, and it was it, just kind of a meme. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is you need to put this in perspective. I'm six foot one. Yeah. So, like, when I see – it's not – like, I'm not, like, freakishly tall. But when I see people who are taller than me and wider than me, I'm like, oh, that's a big person. Yeah. 
And he was like probably six five, six four, maybe. Yeah, and about as wide, if not. And wider. just as wide as me. Um, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, big fucking dude. Um, and he's telling us a story about how a tree fell. Holy in his shit! Na- his neighbor's yard, and the neighbor's like, oh, "I don't know what I'm gonna do about this tree. I guess I'll chop it up." And our teacher was just like, "No, nah, replant it." And the guy was like, "How am I gonna replant this tree? It's like a 25, 30 foot tree." And my teacher was like, "I got this." And he set up like a pulley system in the woods. Yep. Yeah. And then he just lifted the tree up with a pulley and replanted the fucking thing. Yeah, he said that it became, like, uprooted and fell. Yeah. And he just put the fucking thing back on its roots using pulleys. Yeah. Like... What absolute <laughs> madman does that? I mean, fuck uh, Smokey the Bear. Let's get that dude out in the woods. Yeah. Man. He'll just upright all the trees. <laughs> he'll He'll find the paper that was made from the trees and reassemble it back into a tree. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I love that guy. We have to get in contact with him. I'll have to get in contact with him. If if by any chance he ever hears this, get in contact with us. Synapsemispirepm.me. Send us news. I mean, death threats. (laughs) Especially death threats. Yeah. Um, But, I feel like I had something to add, but I I don't think so. I think that was about it. Have you been doing literally anything? You don't have anything in your stories. Yeah, I completely forgot the stories part, but I, I do. I have been doing a thing. Um... I'll get into this more later, but I have been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, and I haven't played a video game with a friend in probably close to a year and a half. Um, yeah, that's relatable. I used to play Siege, Rainbow Six Siege, with my brother all the time. Haven't done it since I moved. Like, way well, it's not I a moved. friend. That's a brother. That doesn't count. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm not friends with my brother. I'm brothers with my brother. <laughs> I'm gay with my brother. <laughs> um, Whoa. Whoa, Alabama. That's incredibly consistent. Um, but, friend of the show, Jason and I, have been playing the Dig shit man. out of Apex Legends. Big man. I see you. I, I've. This is actually rare that I actually see you come online in Discord. <laughs> yeah. It was super strange. I see you online playing Apex. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I was with, I've been playing with Jason. I played with him before we recorded this. Did you end up getting the that phasmophobia? No, well, I, I that's another question. I I bought it. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, when we're I um. But did you end up getting because I know Alex, another friend of the show, had added you like a month ago, saying that your cat has a fat ass. I think I texted you about it. Um. Did you end up getting that at that ping? Probably somewhere in here. Oh, yeah. He adds you. Yeah, because you have two accounts in here. You have Jordan314 and Oscar is large. Oh, well, Oscar is large is my main. So I get rid so of So I can get rid of the other one. <laughs> I like my role. Um, but he added your other account, the Jordan314 one. And yeah. he said, your cat has a fat fucking ass. Like, goddamn. Where? <laughs> it Do you was... have the message at all? Is there, like, a photo attached or anything? I have the picture of it. Yeah. Of the message. What was the, uh, that what was, was the reason? Um, it was 11.46 p.m. on Halloween. On Halloween? Damn. Because we were just vibing. I was eating pizza. Good time. Um, part. but... The thing I will say about Discord that I really hate, that I really hate, is this, the branding that they've built around it. It's so fucking stupid. 
it's what branding like is that? they've kind of they've kind of backed off on it a little bit they've kind of backed off on it a little bit but it was like before it was like hey gamers you're ready to game put on your fucking game hats because we're ready to game boys <laughs> like it's it's retarded frankly yeah um now i am a bit of a gamer if you will oh you're a gamer girl yeah i'm a why the fuck is there a photo of justin bieber on that's November justin 1st? that's justin bieber linux Damn, of course, all the messages happened on 11-1. Oh, yeah, all of them. We were online from, like, after I had posted the the Halloween special to, um, to like, probably 2 a.m. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Your cat has a fat fucking ass, like, goddamn. What the hell? What was the context? Just, that's it? That was it. That Damn. was the whole context. Whole... Yeah, no, I've been playing the shit out of Apex with Jason. Uh, we're getting a strat down, getting pretty good. Um, I wasn't aware people actually played Apex. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, there's other games I'd rather play. We're actually looking into, have you heard of the Hunt Showdown? I have. We want to play that together. That seems like a fun game. Um, I owned together. it briefly, but then I was like, uh, no one no one actually owns it, so. Yeah. The only thing that has me nervous is, we. so before we bought it, we haven't bought it yet. Jason owns it. I don't. Um. I asked him, I was like, do you want to look into, like, if the community is even alive anymore before you drop 40 bucks on a game? So we looked in the community, and there's a concurrent, like, 5,000 players, which isn't bad. That's fine. But I'm assuming if they're the same concurrent 5,000 players, they're all fucking nasty at this point. Oh, yeah. So that has me concerned, but I guess we'll see. Uh, other than that, I've been playing with Jason, playing Assassin's Creed, which I'll talk about later. Um and I was supposed to be playing Cyberpunk uh, Thursday and Friday of last week. <laughs> weren't weren't we all? I had my the days friend, off. I had the days all? off. I had those days off, and all I did was play Assassin's Creed and what the hell's that other game? Oh, Miles Morales. I beat that as well. Oh fuck! Uh, I broke your keychain. Oh, it's fine. Oh, uh, bitch. Hang on, I'm fix. I fix. He fits. He's the I fits it man. He's the uh, he's the information technologist. That's what you want to call me? Yeah. Oh god! Oh god! I'm getting old. Yeah, same. But um, other than that, I mean, I'm just I'm just in crippling debt. <laughs> I am I I have crippling uh depression. Um. So wait, Miles Morales, you have uh PS5? PS4 Pro. Oh, uh, I I wasn't aware it was on last gen. I thought it was the only PS5. Yeah, it's on last gen. Um, honestly, the only difference between. Is like ray tracing. That's what I was saying because I was PS5. like, I was gonna say like, where the hell is it? Because I don't see it. Yeah. The, Are you planning on getting one? Yeah, eventually. Um, the thing is, like, the two exclusives that they've announced so far that interest me, uh, Miles Morales and Horizon Zero Dawn Two, they're on PS4. And like, at the end of the day, I'm not reaching for 4K. The PS5 can't even do 1440p, which is what I game at. So. I'm using 1080. So if I if I got a PS5, basically my options are to play at 4K downstairs of the 1440 on my monitor, or to play at 1080 and have it on my 1440p monitor. But the thing is, my PS4 Pro does 1080p anyway, so there's no reason for me to upgrade yet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, until eventually maybe they update it to do 1440p, which I think is the biggest fucking blunder on their part. Um, and also I'm just waiting for like the Nets major exclusive that that like val uh, validates 
the need for a PS5. Because yeah. even, even God well, of War Ragnarok was said, quote-unquote, to potentially be coming to PS4. Well, that's the thing, is you have your console overlaps. Like, this happened with the last generation as well, you where couple, you get, yeah. for the first, like, six months of the console's lifestyle, life cycle, uh, you get the games on both consoles. Yeah. And, like, honestly, with the have you seen the next-gen game pricing? Is it are they doing the seventy dollar thing? Yeah, I'm really hoping that PC stays away from that. Here's the PC thing. shouldn't change because it's been the same. No, no, no. Here's the thing, and I've as much as I don't like spending money, I think now I don't think it's going to go this way, but I think it could be a potentially good thing that game prices are coming up. Yeah, because games should get better quality at that point, right? Games should be better quality and have less shitty microtransactions. Now, do I think that's going to be the case? No. Probably not. Well, like Madden 21, it, it, it's been announced to be $70. It took them all of 10 minutes to develop that game, I bet. Yeah, honestly, like, if you buy if you buy Madden 2K... Um, every year? Every year. You're part of the problem. Yeah. If you buy Madden 2K or whatever... Every year, just like I would just fucking take a short a short drop and a quick stop, you know. Yeah, that yeah. was me telling you to hang yourself. <laughs> if that wasn't um, if that wasn't clear. But like, like you think about it, how how fucked up is it that just say something like Madden Twenty One is going to go for seventy dollars? So you can buy Madden Twenty One for seventy dollars, and you can buy say Cyberpunk comes out on NetGen for seventy dollars. There's a big difference between Madden 21 and Cyberpunk. There's also a very big difference in the type of people who play Madden and the type of people exactly. who play Cyberpunk. So, like, <clears throat> it just, it's weird and bad that, like, I just feel like there needs to be something. The the kind of know. people who play Madden aren't the type who are going to sit down and get invested in a 75-hour long story. No, they just play Madden every year. There, there's people I literally yeah. know that have told me that if they stop making Madden games, they will sell all their gaming equipment. Yeah, and I mean, I guess there's nothing, uh, despite what I had said literally, literally seconds ago, I couldn't care less. If you play Madden, just play Madden. I'm just saying that you're probably a bit of a dumbass. Yeah. Right? And that's okay, because I'm a bit of a dumbass too in my own way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we all are, right? Um, and I, I've been dying to bring this up. Okay. But, uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to throw this in there. It's totally non-informational, totally useless factoid, not even a fact. But I was on Reddit, um, looking at a Red Dead Two meme. Oh, that's your mistake and, being on Reddit. No, no, no. And someone was talking about like a Red Dead Three, and they they mentioned the exact same idea we talked about. With I Dutch's, feel like everyone has this same consensus. With with that Dutch's past is right? a Red Dead Origins. Kind and you know of what they game. said? <clears throat> they were saying they should title the game Red Dead Damnation because at the end of all the other games, yeah. Red Dead Redemption, it was about redemption, but regardless of this game, Dutch uh, is going to be found yeah. in damnation because of what happens in Red Dead 1. And I was like, damn, you know what? That just sounds badass. Yeah. Like, Red, Red, Red Dead Origins sounds good, but on the other hand, like... Red Dead Damnation. Red Dead Damnation sounds fucking sick. I would totally... Uh, I, would, I would love for that to be a thing. Since uh, you brought it up, um, this is a spoiler cast now. Um, give it a Give it a couple minutes. Um, Jordan, I'm sure we'll throw a timestamp. Yeah, I'll throw uh, a thing on the screen, and if you're listening to audio only, check the uh the description. There'll be a timestamp. Um, always is, motherfuckers. I am very far 
into my Red Dead 2 second playthrough, and I have a few things to say. Oh, so you picked it back up again. Oh, yeah. Nice. After, I assume after our spoiler cast? Oh, I've yeah. I've been thinking about it, but... I picked it I back up hard. Uh -oh. I'm currently... Well, if it makes... All right. I am currently in the middle of Epilogue 1. Oh, so you're just about done. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I wanted to talk a lot about Part 6, Chapter 6, and um, Chapter 4. Because Chapter 5 is just a write-off. Is that Gorma? Yeah. Yeah, fuck Gorma. I mean, it was a cool area, um, but like, it was just so bad. I don't actually, I don't actually need this in front of me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I said this while I was playing, I said this to myself, the bank robbery in Saint-Denis, yep. arguably one of the best missions in the game, Yeah. The followed by- The train crash, or the trolley crash. No, 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 the bank robbery. Oh, okay, yeah, where, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. We go through the rooftops and shit, yeah. Yeah, and Lenny gets gun, and Jose and Jose. gets oh, Jose, fuck. Um, Damn. but, here's the thing. That's the one of the best missions in the game, followed by your next three hours are just going to be shit. Yeah, the I, Gorma. The Gorma part, I hate so much. and But there were a lot of parts of the game that I didn't like the first time around that I really liked this time around. Really? And specifically in Chapter 6, Okay. Um. There's the whole arc with um, Rain's Fall and Eagle Flies. Yeah. I really didn't like that the first time around. It's when you do like the oil raid and all that. Yeah, and, and I didn't it didn't resonate with me a lot. But yeah. then I just, um, I thought about it again. I was like, man, this is a really fucking intense arc of the mm -hmm. game. And it really rings in the final part of the game. Yeah. Because... It really shows the effects of of Dutch's insanity. Mm -hmm. He's just willing to fuck over anyone to get his payday and get out. Yeah. Um, and that's you did bring it up. I didn't see the video about it, but I I, I was thinking about that whole brain injury theory and the trolley. Crash, and you yeah. notice that in the camp afterwards mm -hmm. is because he like starts talking to himself and he's like kind of weird and he's fucked up. Yeah. And then there's the when you get back from Guarma. There's a mission where you talk to Dutch because you're in that camp in the swamp for the very Shady brief Bell, time. Right? No, no, no. After Shady Bell, but before the one with the freaks in the woods. Yeah. Right after you get back from Gorma, mm -hmm. like way out in the swamp. I yeah, forget what yeah, it's called. Yeah. Um, because you're there for such a short time. Yeah. It's just but like he's a, sitting yeah. there and he's on the back porch of that house that's there, and he's like, he's like making a bunch of references to like chess in the beginning of one of the missions. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, like, reading... He's, like, saying chess moves aloud. I'm like, this guy's fucking cracked. Yeah. Like, I'm not even... He's not even real, and I know it. He's fucking yeah. cracked. So, I, I feel like that... And, and I, obviously, the, um, the boat crash didn't make it any better, I yeah. imagine. So, that probably made it worse. Him more... The dehydration or whatever, and the... And the Getting starvation the and then yeah getting stuck there and beat up and whatever probably the isolation as well probably didn't go well on his brain and he was already kind of seeing people turn against him yeah especially on gorma right after he strangles that old woman yeah i feel like he started to suffer from like paranoia yeah and over his shoulder and the thing. same thing with um 
And it kind of started to happen when he got uh, Bronte. Yeah, when, when he drowns him. him and it's super fucking brutal. Yeah. And and John steps over and goes, Jesus. Like Yeah. Um I think that's uh, I think that's definitely a, an interesting theory and I think that's where the developers were going truly. Yeah. That he's just fucking something triggered him. Something something happened cuz and I don't brain injury is known to do that. Oh yeah, it's known to total personality shift without the person being aware. And that. it's that combined or maybe he had like some kind of some kind of damage that messed him up mentally like um some kind of brain damage that messed him up mentally and then Micah feeding him ideas got into his head got yeah. it way made it way worse yeah um that's definitely possible and I I ah oh man I just really liked the second time around I really liked the arc with the eagle flies Mm-hmm. And like even for the short time he's in the game, seeing him die was like actually really fucked because of how how yeah. tough uh, Rain's fall tried to make it stop. Yeah, like, everyone stop, it. stop, and then and Arthur really wanted to stop it, but he had to go along with what Dutch said. Yeah, and you could tell he really doesn't want to, and it's just a very morally gray part of the game. Yeah, no, um, it's like a it's a weird balance. Yeah. Because you also help Reigns fall a lot, but in a way it seems kind of backhanded mm-hmm. because you're also doing things following Dutch to fuck him over. Yeah. Um, that's true. That's also the thing. And I would say that the the bank robbery in Sandini, that's the second, most, the second best mission in the game. And obviously the best is the very last uh, yeah. with Arthur. Uh, the, red, the actual one that's called Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where you, um, the pen, it, it doesn't matter where you go. I've seen both endings now, where you go back to the camp or whether yeah. you help John, where you fight Micah and it's a whole thing. And, and I, I don't know if it's just a good honor ending, um, but Arthur says it to Dutch that Micah's the rat and Dutch just wanders off, even though they end up reconvening at the end because yeah. you see that at the end of John's story. Yeah. Um, where where Micah's desperately trying to get Dutch to follow him back and he doesn't want to. Um, that's a very interesting part of the game, truly. And I, the only thing is just the epilogue, at least the first parts of it, are just so dry. Yeah. So dry. I, I didn't care for the epilogue until the very end. Up until... Where? Uh, I, I, there were some interesting parts. Well, um, I like when the, <clears throat> the farm gets attacked. Like yeah, that that's part. a highlight. Another highlight is... The kind of tension between Mars John Marston and um, Mr. Dickens, the farmhand that's there yeah. that hires him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of interesting because he knows that obviously he's not Jim Milton, and oh, you don't know how to do farmhand tasks, but you you chased off a group of armed men without without second thought. Exactly. Yeah. So. Can't shovel shit, but can blow a dude's head off. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's that's interesting. And I'm at the part where um, John's about to go to the bank to get the loan for Beecher's Hope. Yeah. Which, that's the best part of the epilogue. <laughs> One of the, the sound, best. The song. The best parts of the epilogue is is building the house with with John and Uncle, and even <laughs> though Uncle complains about his lumbago the whole time, yeah, I know. which I fucking looked it up, and that's literally just back pain yeah that's fucking i remember because i kept hearing it 
And I was like, I just thought it was something that he made up. Yeah, I thought so too. And I looked it up and I was like, oh my god. That's fucking hilarious. Suffering. It's just back pain. Because he's always like, I'm suffering from... I'm in the end stages of lumbago. Yeah, I got terminal lumbago. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, that game. I, um... I kind of... I'm in a tough place with the game because... I wasn't a huge fan of the epilogue in general. Um, I feel yeah. like it's a... It's both too slow and too quick at the same time. I agree. Where, like... One time you're you're spending the time shoveling shit, building the house, and then in the next one you're all of a sudden with Sadie again. You do like two missions with Sadie, and then you're right after Micah. Like it just seems like it's just so like bam, bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like all of a sudden John gets pulled back in with Sadie, and then yeah, now they he's... very much could have split up that arc. Like yeah. I don't think the epilogue had to be two parts. I don't think so either. It very much could have been one. Mm-hmm. Um, just combine the two stories, cut the fat. Um. And split up the fun parts. Yeah. Basically have that whole stay with Mr. Geddes as a farmhand. Have that be like one or two quests instead of like five. Yeah. Have it be like, oh, you do this. And then it shows like cutscenes of him working. And then the farm gets attacked. And then, well, because, well, that's the thing though. Is if it was like two or three missions... It wouldn't work out really because the whole reason John goes to get Beecher's Hope is because Abigail leaves because him and Jack get shot at. Yeah. I, um. Oh, I just had something I thought was good to say and I totally just blanked it. Um. Oh, I feel like the reason for the epilogue to have dragged out. Now, hear me out. This is 100% authentic thought. I've never read this anywhere, so I'm proud of myself for thinking this, but I have a feeling. That the epilogue was dragged out in a nature to make you think that it was going to end officially at the start of Red Dead 1. That would be interesting. I Because if you think about it, there's like almost no mention of Arthur in part one of the epilogue until Beecher's Hope is built and Sadie shows up. Yeah. Now, my guess was that when you build Beecher's Hope, they expected players to go, Oh, uh, uh, Milton and them are going to come take Abigail and then send John to go do some shit and then it's going to end. And that's where Red Dead 1 picks up. But exactly. really, it circles back around and it's like, no, 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 actually, we're going to go after Micah. Yeah, and I really I really do want to play Red Dead 1 again because I've it's only... It's just tough to get a hand, uh, hand on. I, you know, I don't, I, I just don't foresee it being that big of an issue because it is a Rockstar game. It handles like a Rockstar game. It's just kind of a bit dated. No, I mean like to play it physically is hard to do unless you have like a Xbox One and you can do backwards compatibility. Oh, oh, that part, I know what you mean. Yeah, not like, for, yeah, because picking it up is, I mean, GTA 4 controls the same as like GTA 5. It's like the same game. Well, like from GTA, like from like San Andreas to Red Dead 2, if they're all the same engine. Yeah. Just updated versions of it. Yeah. Um. Oh, probably GTA 3, not, uh, just not, yeah. 3 became came out before San Andreas. Yeah. Um. I, I do want to see, uh, Thinking about Rockstar, I do want to see another GTA game this century. Yeah. Because 5 was really good, like, the story was really good, but it was just shit on by the by how shady and crappy and just broken online. and shitty online was. Yeah. I yeah. love That's how I feel about Red Dead 2 online, too. Well, the difference is people don't play Red Dead 2 online. Yeah, not nearly as many. People play GTA online still, yeah. and that's a major fucking cash cow. Well, that's why GTA is the most highest-grossing game ever. Yeah. Frank? 
Oh, he went over. I thought I I was trying to pet Oscar while I was making a a point, but uh, currently he moved from where I thought he was, and now he's just staring at a wall. <laughs> he does do that. Maybe your cat has brain damage. Maybe you have a little Dutch Vanderlind on your hands. <laughs> he's got a plan. Yeah. <laughs> have a little faith. What'd you Look do? Look at that wave. I elbowed the boom. Oh. So anyway, I completely forgot what I was saying. New GTA. I want to. Yeah. Uh, can we call it Red Dead Two? Spoilers are over. Yeah. All right. I want to see a new GTA. This like this generation at least, please. Because GTA Five is coming to the next gen consoles. Yeah, that Give bothers me. Give me a GTA Six, please, for the love of God. You, you realize GTA Five has been three console generations. Yes, I came had out at it. the end of PS3. I bought it on the 360 in like September of 2013. It's almost 2021. Yeah, it eight years. It came out right at the end of uh, the PS3 and 360's lifespan, and then it came right to next gen on PS4. And now it's coming to PS5 and Series X. It's run its course, Rockstar. Let the game die. The thing is, too, even if they update the game to, like, run better on these consoles, what are you really going to get besides 60 FPS? I don't give a shit how it runs. I want a different game, a different map. I'm sick of seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Honestly, I mean... Stop making content for GTA 5 and buckle down and make a GTA 6 already, please. What... See, the thing is, I, I we talked about this last episode. There's not going to be any spoilers for Red Dead, but I feel like with Red Dead as a series and GTA as a series, and I know we mentioned this, like, Red Dead is so much more serious. They're and, inherently very different as series, yes. So, like, I want a GTA sits that has a compelling story. Like, I think GTA 5 did it, and 4 did it really well, where GTA 4 was, I think, a bit more serious in its story. GTA 5 kind of became a little bit more wacky, but also still had an engrossing story. GTA 5 was a really good balance, and I'm not saying, I'm not knocking Red Dead for this, because the plot was very serious, and it very, it fit very well. In the world they built, yeah. In the world that's there, where everything's, I feel like that and, like, like, Red Dead and, like, GTA probably are, like, separate universe type things. Oh, yeah, I would think because so. Because... I don't know, the world building is so much better in Red Dead. Yeah. And, um... Well, it's like you said, you mentioned this last episode, which was a great point, about NPCs in Red Dead are, like, friends, or, like... Yeah, they're, like... Living uh, beings. They're, like, actual people, and I, I don't really feel that way about characters a lot. Is that you yeah. understand their motivations, but and you GTA, understand them yeah. as people. GTA, they're just punching bags. And in GTA, you're... Like I said, I, I said this in an episode already. Yeah, last episode, I believe. In in GTA, civilians are just there for you to mow down. Yeah. Like, I, in Red Dead, I ran someone down with my horse, and I legitimately felt bad. Yeah, that shit happens all the time. I just felt bad. So, that's the thing, is it's a much more serious game, I agree. Um, and GTA Five did that very well, where it was just a perfect mix of the two. It was just absurd enough without going to, like, a Saints Row level. Yeah. And it was just serious enough, serious enough without being like a Red Dead. Yeah. Um, not that Red Dead was too serious. It was no, serious enough to make sense. It, so I yeah. I'd and say it was GTA and, was middle of the road. Yeah. Red Dead was, was no, one side. Saints yeah, Row was the other. It was no. It was no stranger to comedy, and it had its it had its moments. Yeah. Um. 
Same thing with The Witcher. That's a very serious game, but there's still Extremely like Extremely serious, but there's comedy. There's and... still it's no it's definitely dry the humor that's there. Yeah. But it's funny. But it also is supposed to fit with the lore because The Witcher is supposed to be a dry creature. He doesn't have any emotions. Exactly. You know? Which I I definitely that's totally my jam. Uh, my humor yeah. is super dry. That's yeah. why I liked it. Yeah, for sure. Um, because it, it, even like when when Geralt would crack jokes in that game, like they weren't necessarily funny, but you were just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was he, like, he was always just like, "Why did the pig? Grow? Why did the chicken cross the road?" And he was just, just monotone. It was very time. much. It, it was very much a product of the world that was around them. Yeah, and same thing with Red Dead. It was a very serious sort of. Um, but I want GTA Six in that same vein. Yeah, where it's it's like GTA Five, where it's just silly enough. I don't want three playable characters though. I hate that. I didn't like that just because I found. I found Trevor a lot less likable. Than yeah. the other two. Oh, yeah, Franklin for sure. and Michael. Um, and obviously, all right, I'll say it just because if you haven't played it, just play the fucking game. It's been out for eight years. If we spoil GTA Five, I think that would be fine. I'm not even going to waste my time editing anything about that. Everyone's played GTA Five by if now. If you care that much about it, you should have played it. You sh- If you care that much, you should have played it eight fucking years ago like the rest of us did. Yeah. That's... Holy shit, eight years ago. I was 11 when I played that game. Dude, seriously, I was too. I was 11. I was a babist. I was a little baby. I was in fucking like sixth grade. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so I just found Trevor a lot less likable than Franklin and Michael. I I liked Franklin a lot as a character. I think Franklin was my favorite as well. He was funny. I like his dynamic with Lamar. Mm-hmm. Especially the very beginning where he like cusses him out yeah. in front of his house. That part's really fucking funny. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's what I want. I want like more kind of silly antics like that. Yeah. But just, yeah, give us one guy. I, I prefer like the thing I loved about How did you feel about GTA 4? GTA 4 is my favite. Is it? Yeah. GTA 4, I just, I couldn't get into it. Really? GTA 4 was, I played probably a quarter of the game, and I was like, ugh. Well, the thing about GTA 4 is, so you've never beat it, ever? I have not. It has a similar dynamic to Red Dead 2, where you play as this guy, who is kind of just like, fuck with me, I fuck with you, type of thing. He gets roped into crime, and then by the end, he's like, dude, I need out of this. Like, I I don't want this. This is bad. Like, this isn't good. And for the time, GTA 4, I feel like Nico was really likable as a character, in my opinion. Isn't there... Isn't, like, towards the end of the game, doesn't, like, his girlfriend get shot The very something? So the way the game ends is he essentially, and I swear to God, if anyone bitches about spoilers for GTA 4, I'll The game's from, like, 2008. Um, he gets married to this girl, Kate, who I believe was Patty's sister. Patty's one of the guys that he used to rob banks with. Yep. Um, and based off your choices in the story, either she gets shot at the wedding or your cousin, Roman, who was there from the beginning, Roman. gets shot. Um, and then you go after Dimitri, the bad guy from, you know, the whole game. Um, but I feel like GTA 4 was another one that had that really good dynamic where, like, I thought the character was likable. The sub-characters were all, like, wacky, but likable. Like, Roman had that annoying thing where he's like, oh, cousin, you want the bowling, you know? Yeah. Shit like that. But then there was Brucey, who was, like, the Roy junkie, who would be like, oh, come on, hit me, hit me, I can take it. And then you'd punch him and he'd be like, oh my god. Isn't that the guy you meet in, like, kind of towards the beginning of the game when you talk to Roman? Yeah. And uh, and he like pretend fights you. He like fakes you out, and, and he you goes, just lay him. And Nico goes, "Hey, try that again." And he fucking like breaks his arm. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. So it had that wacky dynamic. That's the that's the really that's the best part I thought about Arthur Morgan is like he was, and I always bring it back. There was, and this is a side quest, so it's not that big of a, a yeah. spoiler. One of your missions with uh, Mary Linton. I knew you were gonna bring that exact mission. Where where you chase after her dad, and he she goes into the stables, and the stable hand is like, "Hey, you can't stand there," and he he he, uh, he goes, "Well, in the street." He goes, "Yeah, you can't stand there," and uh, he goes, "He goes, listen, I'm with a lady, and if I wasn't with a lady, I would have killed you already, but if you keep talking back to me." I'll kill you and, I'll and deal make with my her. apologies to the lady. Yeah, that's <laughs> so fucking badass. Dude. And the kid's just like, I, 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 "Sorry, Mister." You know? Yeah, exactly. But uh, that's the thing GTA Four had, where it also had. But you don't, you don't see, you didn't see that from like Michael DeSanta or, or no. Franklin. No, uh, uh, Franklin, I forget his last name. I forget it too. Um, but uh, like in GTA Four, there was also ramifications for your actions. Granted, they weren't like your actions; they were the narrative's actions. But like when you kill Vlad, Vlad, I believe, yeah, he was the guy going after Roman for money. Yeah. And you end, you end up killing him. Well, it turns out that he was part of a bigger group, and then they come after you and Roman, and it ends up being like this whole like, uh, action consequence type of thing. Okay. And I thought I thought it just had a good story for like a game that's genuinely just about blow this up, blow that up, rob banks, do this, um. Kind of like GTA Five, where well, it, at their core, that's what all the GTA and Red Dead games are about. Yeah, I mean, sure, not so much Red Dead though, because even Red Dead One was more about narrative. Than, that's true. Then, like in Red Dead One, it was about you know open world cowboy shooter where you can just rob stores and do this. But more than anything, it was about like John Marston and his journey to get his family back. And, and another another thing I thought was, um, which I I thought was uh, I noticed with my second playthrough was. Um, uh, my first time, I just didn't find John Marston as likable as Arthur Morgan. I yeah, I haven't. Ever and I still too. And I and and I I will still say this: he's not as likable. But I just don't feel like the difference is much more than I like as much as I thought it was. Where I like John significantly less than I liked Arthur. Not that I don't like John as a character. Yeah. But I like him a lot more as a character, just of how just as from playing the game a second time. I think you should give it a shot, try to play the game a second time. Yeah. Just because you'll see things differently, um, and you notice little things about the story that you didn't pick up on yeah, your first Yeah, because you're not around. really paying attention for every little thing now. Exactly, because I know what happens. I know where to go for the objectives. Yeah. Uh, sure, there were some quests that I forgot about. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, like, I understand what happens or, like, you know, things like that. And, again, this that wasn't a spoiler section, but... No. It was but, just me uh, talking about the characters, so you don't have to mark it. No, I won't. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd be excited for a GTA 6. That's even like Skyrim. I always wanted to Elder get into Skull Skyrim. Elder Scrolls 6 is supposed to come out soon. Well, <laughs> soon. The closest thing they gave was like a, a image of the like loading screen. Yeah, that's soon. I guess. That's. Uh, I mean, well... The rumor is like here's six the years. Thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if they're going to be working on like CD Projekt Red time. Where they show a spoiler and then the game doesn't come out for another Eight decade. Years, yeah. Um, but like. But probably this generation will see an Elder Scrolls Six. I tried to get into Skyrim when I was younger, and I like I've said many times, I never liked RPGs then. But clearly, I mean, I'm in love with Valhalla. I played The Witcher Three. I'm starting to get into RPGs hard at my age now. That's the thing is, I, I might get shit for this. Skyrim isn't 
that good of a game. That's why I want to give it a shot because a lot of people say that. There's people it's who just, are like, it's amazing. The main story of the game is just isn't that good. Yeah. It's just not... I want to try to give it a shot because I have a feeling the Elder Scrolls sets is going to be like a big deal, obviously. Like a really big generation-defining game. It fucking better be mm-hmm. with how much they rode... Which how much they rode Skyrim? Did I ever tell you what sarcastic shit the devs said? No. About Skyrim, I, I not the dev, but the guy who, oh, the head guy. What the fuck's his name? I forget his name, but oh, Todd Howard. Todd Howard, yeah, that is his name, Todd Howard. He, uh, people were like, "Stop milking Skyrim," and you know what he said? Stop buying it. What an ass clown. Yeah, stop buying it, and we'll stop porting it. What I, the only port I will accept of Skyrim that I would like to see, I'd like to see it on the Quest too, natively. Ooh. Skyrim VR on the Quest 2 would be pretty fucking sick. That's what I heard from some people who have played it in VR. That I've, they I've said played it. It was awesome. That, yeah, same with you. It was like, well, the main game isn't that great, but in VR, oh, it adds there's something different to it. Yeah. And I would be interested in playing it in VR, and I was, I was interested in buying it, but it was 60 fucking dollars. Yeah, for a game from, what, 2011? Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, if they ported that to the Quest, which I already know would probably be $60 on there, but if they ported that to the Quest, and by the I'd probably t- give it a shot. By the time I bought Skyrim, on PC at least, because I had it on 360, but I didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, but by the time I had it on PC, I you could get it in Steam sales for like $3. Like, yeah. it was already... Run its course, yeah. At that point, it was already three or four years old. Yeah. I, uh, that's why I've been hesitant to pick it up in a Steam sale. There was actually a good sale a couple months back that I was gonna get it, but I was debating. So it was twenty dollars for the edition with all the DLC. So the special edition, yeah, yeah. and twenty dollars for the VR edition. But I was like, damn, I really want to try it in VR, but I don't want to play the whole thing probably. So I was like, I also don't want to buy both. So I just didn't buy it at all. That's I fair. Just, I just waited. Um, I haven't heard anything about Fallout VR though. I know at launch it was rough, but um. I think I think people said it ended up being much better. You know, better than it was. The I just feel that, like Fallout wouldn't port very well to a VR. Yeah. I, well, it's also just tough as a shooter because a lot of VR shooters have, like, special mechanics in place because it's a shooter, which, you know, that's a lot different than, like, an RPG where it's sword and shield and then you just kind of open well, a menu the same, and switch. It's the same kind of game. It's still an RPG regardless. Yeah. It's just... It's... Same thing with GTA and Red Dead. They're just different games. Yeah. It's very much like you have to scavenge a lot more in Fallout yeah. to find certain things, to find bullets, to find caps and things like that. With Skyrim, it's just like... Sword shield. <laughs> yeah, just find a sword, find a shield. You can craft stuff. And if you sit for six hours and craft fucking uh, iron daggers, and then you can craft Daedric stuff. Yeah. So... They, um... So, the, the the problem I feel like with... Two problems with Skyrim VR and Fallout 4 VR. Number one, developed by Bethesda. Anything recent from Bethesda is just, yes. just money grab, like EA. And that's why I'm kind of worried about a, an Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Uh, and the second problem is they came out around that time where VR sucked. <laughs> VR wasn't very good. Um, they came out like HTC Vive, Oculus CV1 early days. Uh, yeah. Which is basically VR as bloatware. Um, it nowadays, was very much... I don't want to use the term in its infancy, because infancy it, was dev kit Oculus Rift. Yeah. Um, and because you want to talk about dev kit 
that was the dev kit of all dev kits. It was like three hundred bucks, and you couldn't, you could hardly do anything. It was with just it. a standard display that you could look around in. That's exactly, it. and it didn't have distinct, uh, it didn't have respective sensors. It was just a no. gyroscope in the front that would yeah. track. It was like Samsung movement. Gear VR. It's what basically the dev kit Oculus is what Gear VR became. Which is very cute, yes, but not three hundred dollars cute. No, that's um, why Gear VR was like sixty bucks or a hundred bucks, or free if you bought the Samsung uh, Galaxy S Seven. And I, the I think they packaged it oh, no the shit. S8 too. I bought the because S8 jumped to USB C. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought the, uh, I bought the, gear uh, the S7 Galaxy S7 the day of launch. Did it blow up? <laughs> that was the Note Seven. That was the Note Seven. Lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. I bought the the S7 the day of launch, and I got the Gear VR with it. Um, which was an interesting toy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't Rift, uh, Rift CB1 and, and original, uh, Vive, which I think you can still get an original Vive. Yeah, I think so. That's very much VR as like a toddler, not in its infancy. Yeah. It was just like a toddler. Well, there's a reason that by now Oculus already said there's no more Rifts. That's it. It's Quest. That is it. I agree, it should be. That that VR has, I would say, reached, like, teenage, teenage oh, yeah. years at this point. It's definitely, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a teenage uh, uh, art form now. Um, speaking of teenagers, I have made my Facebook account in um, advance for oh, yeah, my I, quest. I want to I get to that story before, cause, uh, before we end, because that has me intrigued, but we'll get oh, there. Oh, the countdown to the quest? Yeah, we'll get there. Yep. Because we're already on the topic, so we can just kind of wrap this up and go on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, VR, yeah, Quest is, like, teenage years, so. Yeah, and then, obviously, the, the, the ultimate thing is full desktop experience on your head, full house tracking. Yeah. And they already have that sort of thing, but with the, the Quest, you, if you wanted to set it up as room scale, you have to set up specific boundaries still, yes? Yes, and it, it also saves them, so. Oh, um, okay. So, for example here in my office area as soon as i put the headset on it detects my chair my desk and goes oh i know where i am and it sets the boundary so that's actually that's actually pretty close yeah and i i think it stores up to three so i can go into like the kitchen set a boundary there and if i come back in here it'll detect that's actually that's pretty close to like what i would want as the ultimate vr Mm -hmm. i mean obviously ultimate vr would be like a full desktop experience with no wires nothing and obviously that's not gonna happen for a little bit yeah. Because still, it's all down to how much hardware you can fit in the little headset. Well, that's why I've always felt like, I don't know if maybe I'm just missing something, but doesn't it seem like a good idea to maybe build this super powerful headset and possibly put the main headset with the display, motherboard, and then in the back, something else? Maybe a dedicated fucking like GPU chip? You know what I'm saying? Like some other housing? Yeah, I mean... Because the problem is, too, with these standalone VR headsets, you get an issue where a lot of people have pressure on their head from the weight in the front. Or there's also a thing where it doesn't necessarily have to be the same sort of form factor and design as every other VR headset where it's just a screen strapped to your face. Why can't it be like a helmet? Like a motorcycle helmet or something? True. I think that would that would lead to a lot more room... For improvement in displays. Obviously, and... you can't you can't make the thing like twelve pounds because yeah. then you'll be like this, you know. You're gonna turn and snap your neck. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the same sort of weight 
you can make it a little heavier because it's your whole head and just disperse it evenly enough. But if you did like a helmet kind of thing, it would leave a lot, it would, it would leave a lot less room for error, especially with IPD stuff. Yeah. And I feel like it would just be inherently better. Um, you could fit more hardware in there, a better battery. Yeah. I more sensors. Exactly. I don't see why that's not the the route they're going. I well, I feel like part of it is because if you if you talk to someone who doesn't know about this stuff, they don't realize that when you say you have ten sensors versus this one having four, that's a a big deal. And you just said, here, look at this. Which one would you buy? The sleek white Oculus Quest yeah. Two or the Quest Two Dome, which is this fucking motorcycle helmet contraption? They'd probably be like, what the fuck is that? Well, that's that's the difference. Is the only thing is, I just feel like the type of people who would have that assumption and the type of people who are buying VR are different people. They're two separate circles on the Venn diagram. I would I would agree, but also beg to differ that those circles are now getting smaller than ever because that's Facebook's ideal with the Quest Live. I, I is guess to that's merge true. Those two circles. They want because there's there's literally people buying VR headsets that are literally just watching movies. In and I'm not saying that there's no room for that same style of headset. Obviously, it's working out. Yeah, because those they can exist concurrently. Yeah, they can do the quest like say uh, next generation, a few years down the line, they do a Quest Three and Oculus Quest Dome or something, the Oculus Dome, where it's just like a full face mask. And it's a little more expensive, but it's higher-end, standalone. Yeah. But it's like the equivalent of like an i5 and, or like a Ryzen 5 or something in a fucking... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can... Essentially, it has real-time tracing where you can... Was that you? What the fuck was that? No, someone downstairs shut the door. Shut up! That scared the shit out of me. So, the whole fucking floor just shook. Um... So, it should have, like, real-time processing so it can detect where things are and set up boundaries accordingly. Mm. Um, which is definitely a very, very CPU-heavy task. Yeah. Um, but then again, that would only be CPU-heavy as you're setting it up. That's true. It, yeah, that, that's that's a good point. Where it can have kind of a low a low power or a low spec sort of mode where it just doesn't really show anything specific on the headset to just allocate all its power to the CPU to do that to map out your area and it, and just put it in like a mapping mode yeah. and just do a walk around your house so it grabs all the obstacles yeah and just have that be your thing so the the only thing Oculus does now essentially is when you turn on the headset Briefly shows the Oculus logo and then pops into the cameras and you just see everything around you and then you trace your boundary. Or with mine, I just turn it on and it shows me the boundary and I hit confirm. Um, it will tell you if there's an object that's kind of in the way. Like if my chair's here, it'll have red lines popping out of it telling me there's an object there. But I see what you're saying where you just put it on. Or and yeah, it just, something it just like that. And, and, it it, and it does that check on boot. Yeah. And say, what's in this room? Okay. Yeah. Um, And that's... Considering that it detects obstacles, it'll detect your hands if they're there. Mm-hmm. I think that's not that far off. No. I know they were already working on uh, software to detect, like, a pet entering the room. That would be useful for you. Yeah. And me, too, because I got that little bastard. Yeah. You know how many times I've been playing Blade and Sorcery? And, well, only a couple times, but he's been standing at my feet, and I, I grab someone, I don't punch him, and I've hit him, like, right in the top oh. of the head. 
I haven't hit him hard because I don't Obviously, have yeah. going slow for that reason. But like I'm sitting there ground pounding someone and he thinks I'm like coming. He's like, oh, I'm going to be pet. And then he just gets domed right, <laughs> right in the side of the head. And then I feel bad, and he's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And I'm like, "Well, what am I supposed to?" I do? uh, I actually had a, a an unfortunate moment with my cat the other day. Aww. I picked him up, and <laughs> I was right next to a little like end table. I picked him up and I bonked his head on the end table. <laughs> oh no! He couldn't give a shit. He didn't care at all. No. He didn't. F- you know how like if you hurt a cat, like if you step on their paw or something, they they, they lose their shit. Yeah. He didn't make a noise nothing he He didn't even he didn't even squirm it was just like dunk on his head and he had no reaction knocked on the fuck out he was fine he wasn't whining but i felt really bad about it because i've been bonked on the head you got bonked on the head going up my stairs today i did i was i if i bonk the top of my head like that because it happens to me in my basement because i'm tall and the ceilings are low I get irrationally angry. You know what's funny? I thought it was only me, but one of the biggest things that triggers me is when I hit my head. Yeah. I can bane my elbow, my funny bone, and I'll be mad. But if I even like lightly bane my head, I just want to destroy everything in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I bumped my head. Today I had a little bit of a conniption about it, but I bumped my head the other day, and I just stopped. And I just went, son of a whore. I, and I just like I had to seethe for a minute. I had to calm down, and then I finished. I continued on with whatever I was doing. Before you went sicko mode and just. I was. I. I might have. I might have just picked up. I might have just picked up Chunk and tore him in half. <laughs> oh shit. No, I wouldn't do that. He's my boy. I love him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So what's this countdown to quest? Countdown to quest. I'm making my preparations. So you are pulling the trigger on it then, I presume. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, and, and that was already confirmed when I knew there was going to be a quest too. Yeah. Um, I haven't bought don't it. Don't buy the Elite Strap. I haven't bought it yet. I'm surprised actually that my my dad asked me what I wanted for Christmas, which was a, a surprise to me because I'm literally an adult. And I figured mm-hmm. he was just be like, ah, oh, fuck you, kid. Yeah, you I mean, know? that's what you kind of figure. But... I'm gonna have him see if he can buy me the quest too. If that's like too much more than he wanted to spend, I'll, I'll buy it myself and I'll split it halfway. That's fine too. Are um, you going for the sixty-four or the two fifty-six? You think? I'll probably go for the two fifty-six. I would. Um, my suspicions came true. I'll explain that after. So I'll probably go for the two fifty-six, but I'm prepping. I'm thinking maybe he'll buy the headset. I'll buy the link cable, something yeah. like that. Um, because I also have to factor in because I have to get him something too. Yeah. Um, and I was going to buy it the other day, uh, but I had some, some, something else came up. So, uh, which I don't know if we'll end up talking about on this episode, but it'll definitely be mentioned in the next one. Um, but I ended up doing my preparation. I was thinking, I was like, hang on. I remember Jordan said, I'm going to need USB-C. And it's technically, I could do it on my GPU that's in my main computer. Because you have the virtual link, yeah. But I'm not going to end up playing on that computer in, with the link cable very much. Yeah. Because I don't have the room in my room. I have the room in... That where we usually record, yeah, yeah. the adjacent room. And I have a computer to go with it, but it doesn't have USB-C. So I did end up buying a USB-C add-in card that will be in here to tomorrow. 
I bought an add in card. It's PCIe, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's I I did a little bit of research because I wanted a full speed one. Yeah, I was gonna say because you don't. Yeah, you obviously it it doesn't need a forty gigabit link, but I ended up getting a ten gigabit one because I didn't want one that was gonna be throttled. Did you look into like what the link cable maxes out at? I I was trying, um, but then I the reviews for the one that I found. Or there was a question about it on Amazon. The one that I ended up buying, people were saying that it was really good for the Quest. Yeah. So they mentioned it specifically. I was like, all right, I'll buy this one because the ones with the forty gigabit, um, the ones with the forty gigabit link, and it wasn't even a full forty gigabit link. Were like a hundred bucks. Really. That and was that's, the forty gigabit you said. Yeah, and it was f- three USB three point one ports and a USB C that share. A 40 gigabit link. Yeah. So your theoretical maximum, and it was across two chips or something. So your theoretical maximum was 20 gigabits per second hmm. for a hundred bucks when I can just get the 10 for like a 25 buck add in card. Yeah. That makes sense. And it only needs 3.1, which is 10 gigabit. It doesn't mm-hmm. need Thunderbolt. Five gigabits per second. Five gigabit. Yeah. So I get so. the 10 gig. Yeah. So you're good. Um, yeah, I hope it all works. Um, Link actually just got an update, um, oh, yeah? which lets you push it even further. You can like double, you can run it at 4K and then downscale it to fit the headset, so it's like maximum resolution. Oh, that's pretty cool. Also, now supports 90 hertz because the Quest 2 is 90 hertz, so they just unlocked it where you can run it at 90 hertz. So essentially, it's just the same as my Vive. Yeah, 90 hertz. Except it's no pain in the ass sensors or it's like wires. The Rift S. It's the same as the Rift S, where you have your one wire and and uh, that's it. Something that I I didn't think I would like, but I thought that I found surprisingly useful, is that the speakers built into the side of the headset. Yeah. Because man, is it cumbersome to wear headphones. Yeah. See, one of the biggest pet peeves I have about the VR community is they're like why don't you have headphones plugged in? And I'm just like, because it's so uncomfortable. You know how, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound amazing. It's not the absolute best speaker. If I was playing Beat Saber, I could understand putting on my nice-ass headphones. But, dude, if I'm playing, like, I don't fucking want to wear headphones. It's why they're speakers. Listen to me, you fucking ass clowns. How many times have you gotten your arm caught in that loop of your headphone cable and yanked your headphones off your head. Yeah. Now say you have a really nice set of headphones. That can be detrimental. That can be detrimental. You've And then they take a dive. Or you shear one of the ends of the cables off. Yeah. That'll happen. Or you just unplug them from your headset and it's fucking obnoxious to get them back. Yeah. That I've done that more times than I can count with my Vive. Yeah, True. I, um, I'm looking at the, funny enough, I'm looking at the Quest 2 accessories page right now, and I have to say there's one thing that makes me very happy about this. So the Quest 1 was showing uh, a couple of defects where, like, the, the side piece would uh, snap after a while of pulling on it, because it was just hard plastic. So when the Quest 2 came out, I noticed, because I put the Elite strap on, they yep. made the head strap just come off really easily. And what I really like is that if you look at their accessories page, they sell all the parts of the headset. That's cute. They have. Oh yeah, they have the lenses. They have lens inserts the... for contact lenses. They have a new charger, which isn't a big deal. It's USB C. I could buy anyone, but a, like a Quest Two headset strap, twenty five bucks. Like, that's not bad. 
to and they had it. some of that with the Vive. They, I think they still do. This is the only thing I don't like. They always sell the left and right controllers separately, which is fine, but they charge $19 over the bundle price. Oh. But you can't buy them bundled anymore because they used to be $100 in a bundle, but now they sell them for $70 each. So, uh, well, I mean, granted, again, my experience with the Vive, the thing with the Vive is they had that too is you can buy the controllers you know one at a time you yeah. buy one controller i knew what that the was fuck, bro? i knew that was gonna happen because the speaker's on so you buy the controllers one at a time yeah i just nearly jumped out of my skin <laughs> true so you can buy the controllers one one at a time piecewise almost and they cost 130 bucks a piece and that's for the standard wands. wands. Not even the index controllers. The index controllers are like 300 bucks for the pair. So, I mean, a little bit more expensive per controller. Yeah. But um, also way nicer. <laughs> yeah. And you can get the base stations, and those are like 150 bucks a piece. Yeah. And you can... But you can't get, like, new lenses or a new head strap. You can get a new cable and everything, but it's yeah. just not the same. I just... I like that, that you can buy replacement parts because shit happens. Like, you know, a kid might break something and it's like, I, I definitely think they understand their um their audience and what the 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 headset's actually gonna be used for yeah and <laughs> i'll talk about this because i, I saw this on on uh, i complained about it earlier i saw this on reddit the other day yeah um i it was a post talking about the quest 2 there was something about it or something in vr in general i just don't remember what and someone mentioned the Quest 2 and how cheap it was. And they're like, and someone replied, you know, thinking they were just an absolute fucking galaxy brain. They tell you to get the index? No, 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 no. They replied with this, this absolutely galaxy brain take. <laughs> fucking, they said, they basically said, well, it's so cheap because Facebook uses it to harvest your data and then sell it so they can make it cheap. Bro, Literally every company on the internet does that. You use YouTube? I use YouTube a lot, really. YouTube doesn't make any money off advertisements, off anything. The only thing YouTube is for is a information gold mine. Yeah. You can learn what people like, how much time they spend on their computer, what they're looking to buy. You can advertise, advertise, advertise. Yeah. And it's just a data collection farm. Same with like Reddit too. Data collection farm. You it it'll show your interests. It'll show what you're looking to buy. Yeah, I mean when I'm when I'm if they have this, you know, they've access to my Reddit data, right? And they're like, hmm, weird. This user is in PC Master Race, Oculus Rift, uh, and Oculus Quest subreddits. Exactly. I wonder what he's into. Exactly. So, I, I just feel like you're, ha, you have this stigma with Facebook that you you don't have with other companies. Well, it's because Facebook's just out and about with it. That's why. Yeah, I they're guess just, they're just known for it. So they're like, oh, no one else does it. And they and and they complain about it again. Also on Reddit, which if you want to complain about security, and I don't want to push politics into this, but a Chinese company has a very large stake in Reddit and 
there is an anti-evil operations department or something on Reddit. And they will remove pro-Hong Kong and anti-China posts. Really? Yes. This was a thing that was happening. Made sense. Read through it. I'm not going to talk about it because it's too it's it's political. a bit it's a bit political for this show, but if you want to talk about a massive fucking security breach, instead of handing all your your data to the U.S. government, you're handing all your data to the Chinese government. So who would you rather than who would you rather have it? Yeah, that's yeah. It's just like a catch twenty two. Either way, you're getting your data stolen. Your data is no longer safe. The time for that is long gone. Yeah, long gone. Absolutely. Just thinking about a game that popped in my head because I saw it on the, the Rift store. Oh, that's not it. Was it the one that scared the shit out of me? Yes, it was, actually. It's the Medal of Honor VR game. I was surprised to see that when I was looking at the quest on the, on the main site. I was like, Medal of Honor? What the fuck? So it's going to be a Link-only game for now. The dev said once it comes out, they're going to attempt to port it to Quest natively. Just and exciting. It's the thing is, I haven't heard. December 11th. I haven't, I haven't heard, heard anything. Oh, it looks so good. I haven't heard the name Medal of Honor in years. It's made by Respawn. Forgot to mention that. Oh, that's cool. Which means it's going to probably be really good. Oh. It's so close to December 11th. Huh. That's why I'm excited for it. Anyway. In case for some reason it's recording that audio, which it doesn't look like it. I just wanted to see what the release date was, yeah. Um. Yeah. Data. Ain't yeah, private no more. That's the thing. There's nowhere it's safe. Even companies are like, we won't sell your data. What do you have to back that? You have their word. Yeah. Like, every fucking VPN company is like, we don't save your data. We don't have your data. Uh, Express, uh, not Express, Nord. NordVPN was really big into that. Oh, guess what happened? They saved a bunch of data, and it got breached. And they swept it under the rug. Yeah. Money talks. So, you know, it's uh, it's a matter of your, your data is not safe anywhere. And if you're online in any capacity, consider you should consider the fact that almost all of your data is out there in some capacity. Damn. Even those nudes. Yeah. The nudes that I have that don't even exist of me are somewhere. <laughs> That's like a, a fucking plot twist. Yeah, they took it from the future. <laughs> oh shit! When I finally, when I finally get sick of this shit and start in OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Oh. <sighs> that was a very heated episode. That was a very dense episode too. Yeah, I'm just trying to think: should we end it or do we want to throw something in? Because we're at one seventeen. We didn't have really any pauses. Like we had micro pauses but we didn't like get up and leave so we're probably right around all right i guess i'll I'll bring in one more thing just because uh, we were talking about privacy and data and stuff yeah perfect Uh, i want to talk about youtube's new terms of service Mm, yeah see i got the email because we're content creators sent infamous fire and uh yeah i didn't read it i probably should (laughs) have i got it because i got it to because i got a notification about it i was probably doing something god knows what and my phone went off, and I was just like, fans. every time my phone goes off, I just get fucking annoyed. Um, and and it's because I noticed that actually. That's a lot funny. of the times, it's bullshit. My phone goes off. I was just like, oh god damn it! And it's like an eBay notification. And rarely, it's like my phone goes off. I'm like, oh fuck! Oh, it's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I know? noticed that too. We'll be like, 
We'll be like in between recordings and then it will go off and you'll be like, what? And then you're like, fucking eBay. Yeah. I always thought that was just a meme, but no, Because most sense of now. the time it's like an eBay notification or it's like a Robin Hood notification or something. Mm. And it's, but anyway, I, I got an email notification and I was like, oh, I, I scrolled down. I just, you know, did the, the, the menu to look at what the notification was. I was like, oh, uh, YouTube new terms of service. I, I guess I'll give it a read. Um, so it turns out now, and no one, not a ton of people are talking about this. On YouTube, maybe there's a reason. <laughs> that they will now put advertisements on almost every video, regardless of whether that person is partnered or not. So, for instance, my main channel, I have like 185 subs. I'm a fair bit away, like 800 and change, from being able to be partnered to make money off of advertisements. And that's not really my plan to make money off of advertisements. No, but it's my, just the point. My plan was to, to keep it funded by the people who watch it. Do like a Patreon or something. And to, to keep it all ad-free. One of the things I wanted to keep consistent with my content is to keep it 100% ad-free. Now I can't. And even worse... I don't even see the money off those ads. Yeah, it's not like they're like lowering the threshold for monetization. They're just straight up monetizing on their yes. behalf. And I understand I would make a pittance with that ad revenue. I wouldn't make anything. But that's not the point. My point is, you're putting advertisements on my video against my will. And, make, and taking whatever and money at not making And not giving me any of the money. Not a penny. I will not see a dime of that money. Yeah. Well, there's there's some major YouTubers, like 2 million plus subs that I know that are, I don't know personally, obviously, but I know of that are like, they don't put ads in their videos. They have a Patreon and they just say they do YouTube for fun. Same idea. I, I now they're going to be monetized? I watched this guy, uh, I watched this guy on YouTube. He does like stuff with like iPods and music players. Yeah. Uh, this guy called Dank Pods. Amazing channel. Um, I remember he started his Patreon and I, I gave to it immediately. Yeah. Right. I give him money on Patreon and he doesn't do advertise. He doesn't do sponsorships. I don't know if he does ads, uh, because I have ad blocks. So yeah. Um, but he doesn't do sponsorships and bullshit. No raid shadow legends, you know? Yeah. He's fully funded by his Patreon because he has a good Patreon. Yeah. He does. Successful. Yeah, he does an extra video every week on his Patreon. So, for instance, he did an extra video on his main channel this week. Um, So he did two videos weekly, where normally he would do one, and he still did a third on his on his Patreon. So he's that's sort of where I wanted to go, is where like I would do an extra content on my on my Patreon and just keep it completely advertisement free. On my main channel, and now that's not really an option. Yeah, true. But that's, I mean, that's that. That's that's YouTube for you. I mean, yeah. They I were guess, they, yeah. they scrambled so much when advertisers shit the bed, and I and this is a time bomb waiting to fucking go off. This is such a time bomb, because they're going to be just putting advertisements on content willy-nilly. Someone's going to find something mildly offensive and go, ah, why is there advertisements on this? And there's going to be a fucking, like, 16th adpocalypse. And then all advertisements are going to be pulled from the platform. And it's not going to make viable sense for, for Google to continue anymore. And it's just going to go the way of Google+, Plus, I imagine. 
Yeah. That's true. Which is a scary thought, too, because YouTube is kind of like the monopoly of video content at this point. For for normal video content. Obviously, they don't have in well, certain... Well, content. they don't have, like, porn. Yeah. Which, you know, if you want to make money... It's a good route to go. I, I would I would do, like, a, a, a YouTube adult. I would browse... You know, I'm not above it. They have YouTube Red. That I honestly, when I heard about YouTube Red, when it, I think that's why they changed the Red name. Red Tube You. I thought it, I, when they called it YouTube Red at first, I really thought it was a porn thing. And then I realized it was a subscription. Well, anyway, um, obviously for non-pornographic video content, you're going to go to YouTube. Yeah. But I think YouTube, <laughs> it's, it's in an interesting place where I think it might be beneficial to the business of online video creation for youtube to die really i think so because there's so many other platforms that are so much better than youtube mm -hmm. not in the sense that they have the same diversity of creators mm -hmm. but that in the sense that they they just run things so much better yeah like library is a good one lbry they are fully open sourced they um, everyone, regardless of whether they're partnered or not, will gain money off of views. They have their own, they do it a bit weird. They have their own like cryptocurrency mm -hmm. that per view, you get a certain amount of this cryptocurrency and then you can just cash it out. Yeah. Um, or you can use it to tip people or something like that. And I don't use the content that, that platform very much, but all my YouTube videos are mirrored there. Um, so it's just interesting. And I think that's, that's probably where people are going to start to go. If it comes to it. Yeah. When YouTube or, cause I guess there's like, um, Christ, what am I thinking of? I, I can't think of it now, but there's, there's a few other platforms and just a library is surprisingly free of this. But all these other platforms are like, um, they're just places people go to spread radical politics, whether it be radical left or radical right. And I don't want to see that because I don't, I don't watch political shit on YouTube on that purpose. much. Yeah. I, I, I catch a few political things here and there. I, you know, I'm not free from politics, but I definitely have to be in a mood to watch politics. Yeah. Um, and most of the time I'm not because I'm watching YouTube to escape politics and bullshit. Yeah. So I don't want to turn into tune into another video platform and be bombarded with politics. That's true. And yeah, it's ridiculous. But regardless, I, I think it might be beneficial to see the death of YouTube. Yeah. Or the rise yeah. of another platform. True. I feel like before YouTube dies, though, I feel like Google would do something rational. You know, radical, I mean, not rational. Um, How do you mean? Well, say it starts dying because of an apocalypse where, you know, they fucked up on their end. I feel like they would completely redesign the platform before just letting it simmer away. Because it's almost, like their largest platform, you know? I wouldn't, like, even if they had... Because it's definitely a, a good asset for Google to have. Yeah. Because of that information farming thing I had mentioned. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I don't think they're just going to throw it away, take it out to pasture like they did Google Plus. Yeah. 
Because people didn't use Google that Plus. Also, yeah, that never had mass adoption. People use YouTube. Yeah. Um, they, they're not just going to put it out. Uh, I think maybe that radical change is maybe, which I think might even be beneficial. They, they charge people a small fee mm-hmm. to either view YouTube or you can view for free and you have to pay to upload or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think would be that bad because then it starts it brings advertisements away from the platform a little bit, and mm-hmm. I think I think that would be okay. And and eventually, as a creator, you make a return on investment. Yeah, eventually. say it's like, I don't know, I I'm just spitballing. Say it's you pay like ten dollars a month because every subscription these days is ten dollars a month. Yeah, uh, it's ten dollars a month. And you get to upload as many videos as you want. Yeah. Or something like that. And Well, it's like our RSS. Except we don't have unlimited, but... Yeah. But it's like 10 bucks a month, and you just fucking upload as many videos as you want. Uh, or you can pay, like, a certain... A less fee, and you have, like, four videos a month you can upload, or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's... I, I think that's, that's an option. Or they have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Where everyone has a subscription and you can watch and upload. I was gonna say, what I hope they don't do when you were talking about like subscription, is I hope they don't turn it into like a Netflix. Definitely not a Netflix. Where they make it a movie thing. Definitely not a Netflix, because there's already too many of those platforms. Yeah, like Hulu, fucking Netflix, fucking and Prime Video. Most yeah. of them suck. Truly, yeah. Netflix I... is like the only good one. I feel like. Netflix is the only one that I've seen, and Netflix is the most expensive out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the only ones that I've seen where there aren't movies and shows locked behind a secondary subscription. Yeah. Hulu is a big, big offender on this. A lot of movies, they'll show you, hey, watch this movie. Oh, but you need another subscription for it. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Well, what I hate about Prime Video is now they have ads. On all their shows. That's another thing. Prime Video. I have Student Prime. As well do but I. But I so, use I use I use regular Prime more than I use like I use the the shipping benefits of Prime more than I use Prime Video. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't I really ever use. But it. that's the thing, and and the thing with that that secondary subscription thing is they got me with that. They got me by the balls, because I wanted to watch, just like any civilized maniac. I wanted to watch Top Gear, and certain seasons of Top Gear, like sixty, like sixty percent of the series, you need a Motor Trend subscription. Guess who has a fucking Motor Trend subscription now? My dumbass, because I wanted to watch Top Gear. And secondly, I wanted to watch Grand the Grand Tour, which is basically a continuation of Top Gear. Same yeah. hosts everything but it's bigger budget and it's an amazon prime original an amazon prime original and i was getting advertisements for another amazon prime original on this amazon prime original that i'm currently paying to watch yeah then again it's not much different than normal television though it is much different because i don't have to sit through uh because i can just sit through the whole program well i'm that's still the the that's still the bonus that's um, the only other thing, the only redeeming quality I will say about Hulu is if you have a decent ad blocker, it's essentially useless to get the ad-free plan. Yeah. Can't, 
Are you sure you can sit? Well, you can sit through the whole episode of Top Gear, no interruptions. Yeah. Cause we, she uh she watches Hell's Kitchen when, like she's in bed or whatever, and she'll get ads right in the middle of it. No shit. Mm-hmm. The only thing I touch on, on on maybe because it's a Prime original, that might be why. The only thing I touch on Prime Video is is Top Gear and and the Grand Tour. Oh yeah, and Top Gear is not a Prime original. Grand Tour is so. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. And um, and and I I. I feel like top gear i didn't get advertisements in front of because there's technically a motor trend show and not an amazon prime so it's show. probably it probably comes down to the the owner that's so true amazon prime probably only puts it at the beginning and then maybe but the I'm one for health kitchen fucking upset about it because now i have a subscription for motor trend that i don't need yeah because i want to watch top gear that's bullshit fucking bullshit but, listen, you know? listen. Just make Top Gear free for everyone. It's it's the only good thing to come out of England. <laughs> aside from aside from uh, aside from America, it's a pretty good thing to come out of England. Yeah, true. Um, are we done? I guess so. Is that the sixteenth installment? That is the sixteenth installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast, starring Chris Christopher and Jordan. Or a fur. You know you can't forget the a fur. Oh, uh, and Oscar, Oscar's here this time. He's been a very helpful co-host. He's been putting in a lot of information. He's just kind of chilling on his big Joe chair. <laughs> I uh, fucking cats, man. I um, that's that's the show. Synapse misfire at pm dot me. Yep, sending death threats. Comments, that's it. No, we met nothing else. Just death, death threats. threats. Just death threats. That's it. Uh, just death threats. This we week. we've downgraded. We can't. Yeah, no, just death threats. That's fair. Um, no, send in anything there. Um, and, uh, yeah, check us out on Spotify, RSS feed. And that's it. That's the show. Yeah. I have to piss. I'll come with you. <laughs> I do have to piss, though. <laughs> I won't be coming with you.